Hello and welcome to the Mission Study Podcast. One of the most important spiritual practices of Christianity is reading the Bible. But the question becomes, how do we do that? Where do we start? And what resources are out there to best understand God's Word? Well, today our campus pastors Dave Cash and Chuck Foster address these questions and share some helpful tips for studying the Bible. Whether you're a new believer or a longtime follower of Christ, we hope that you find a new excitement for reading God's Word through today's session. Let's go ahead and get started. Here are Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Dave. What's happening? Hey, Chuck. How you doing today? Man, it's been a good morning already. Yeah, because you had man church. We did. We had man church. It was an awesome morning. What time does your man church start at the Northwest campus? 6.30 in the morning. 6.30 a.m. Northwest, 6.30 p.m. Central. Absolutely, man. We had a great time this morning. Contentment. The contented man. The contented man? The contended man. Contented means you oppose something. Well, we're Did having a fight. The commit, the content, <laughs> contentment, <laughs> contentment of man. Yeah, it was really good. It spoke from Philippians four. It was awesome, man. It was really good. We had sixty four guys this morning. I was excited awesome. about it. Yeah, uh, it was kind of a nice. It was a cool morning. It was. I rode the bike this morning again, and man, it's always awesome. nice to ride when it's. 60 something rather than 160 yeah, something. Absolutely, you know? man. Like I'm, you're you riding on the face of the sun sometimes. You know what I'm excited about? What? Man Summit. Oh, that's true. Man Summit. We met, got to meet about Man yeah. Summit, talk about last year and how awesome it was. And this year, March 3rd and 4th, men mark your calendar for the Man Summit. It'll be at the Central Campus. Um, last year, we had Matt Carter. This year, we have Matt Carter Matt again. Carter's Dr. Is Dr. Back. Matt Carter's Dr. Matt back. Carter's back. Yeah, he did an awesome job last yeah. year. And and it was exciting. We had close to 300 men. Yeah. I would love to see us blow that out of the water this year. Yeah. I want to say over 500. Five plus? 517. That would be great. 517. You know, we'll look back at this. What, what is your take? I think I think we're going to have 525. 525. I'm going to up you. I'm like, the price is right. I know. I, I should have went like one. I was going to go $1 <laughs> over. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I... I I think the man sub is such a great thing because it gets it gets all of our men together mm-hmm. and and it's from both campuses. That's yeah. what I, that's what I, I really like. Yeah, and you know the 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 theme be a man talks about um, really about being a spiritual leader in your household, or if you're not married yet, preparing you for the day when you get married that you can be the spiritual leader. And and uh, one of the one of the things about being the spiritual leader in in your household is. Um, studying your Bible on a, on a regular basis. And I know you hear this. I get this question a lot from either new believers or guys who have been believers that really hadn't dove deep into the Word of God, and they come to us, and, and one of the things they're like is, where do I start or how do I start? What's the best place to go? What's the best method? And I know there's lots of Bible study methods, and so today that's kind of what we're going to talk about, yep. sort of how to get into God's Word, how to study it, where to start, all those kinds of things. And the great thing about God's Word is no matter really where you start, God God can use it. Absolutely. And so, one, if you're looking for where do I start, if you just start, that's the hardest part. I yeah. think it's just getting started. But we, I think we want to talk about some plans, some some processes to, to get us going. 
maybe where as, as a new believer, where do I start if I'm a new believer? Yeah. If maybe I've, I've been a believer a long time, but I've just never been in a rhythm yeah. to reading the Bible. How or maybe do I have you a go plan? a few days and then you get out of the habit or you get busy or you overslept right. or your schedule changed and then you, you sort of get out of the habit of reading God's word and then you're like, what do, where, where do I start this time kind of a thing? And or so, I got yeah. stuck in Leviticus. Yeah. And that was tough because that's some, that's some heavy waiting uh, through right there. So, you know, yeah. what, you know, so if you, if someone was come to you, Dave, and they said, Hey man, I, I'm a new believer, a brand new believer. I'm a brand new believer, man. I've been told, I was told, Hey, get into God's word. I need to be reading God's word. Where would you, where would you reference them? Where would you start? Them? Well, I think the easiest place to start for somebody whether you've been a believer a while or not, and you want to get into a rhythm or whether you're a new believer and you want to develop that habit, because that's really what happens. It's a habit. You know, we were talking about diets last week and yeah. it takes a few weeks and then you're kind of in the habit in the group working out sort of the same thing. Sure. It's sort of the same thing in, in God's word. And I would say for, for the best place to go would be uh, the proverb of the day. You know, like today's date is the I don't know what today's date is. 28th, I think. Okay, so to, let's say today's the 28th. Yeah. By the time this airs, it'll be the 4th or 5th of October, whatever. I would start on the proverb of whatever the date is. Yeah. So if it's, you know, and you don't even have to wait till, well, I'll wait till the 1st. No, you don't no. have to. You can start. It's the Jump 10th in. of the month, Proverbs 10, and that's what you read that mm -hmm. day. And that's kind of a good place to get started because you don't have to really think that much about, okay, I can look at my calendar and figure out what today is. And then you can read that proverb of the day. The other thing I would suggest is getting a good study Bible, like the ESV study Bible that has a commentary at the bottom. Because when I started reading God's word, I was over my head and I would read something and go, I don't really understand what that means. And <laughs> I would go to the bottom, the commentary at the bottom, and I would read, oh, and then as I developed my study muscle, so to speak, mm -hmm. I noticed I was looking at the bottom a whole lot less. I was beginning to understand the different mm -hmm. words and stuff. And so for me, that's a great place to start the proverb of the day. Yeah, I, I, I've done the proverbs. I like, I like following through proverbs. You know what I love about the proverbs is just, just practical wisdom, you know? And so as people, uh, as people want to invent, uh, ingest God's word, the practical wisdom of proverbs is just, it's awesome to do. I, I always like, I always like starting, to, if I'm going to tell somebody, hey, start in John. Start in the Gospels, read the word of John, uh, yeah. the, the book of John. John so, is really, uh, tell, you get to learn a lot about who Jesus is. Yeah. You know, and I think when a new believer is like, yes, I've, I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Now you read John, you get to really see the life of Jesus yeah. and begin to see that reflection of living like Jesus. John's a great practical book to get started in doing so. And then I always like to push people to certain letters in, in, that are, I think, good, practical mm -hmm. Christianity, like James, um, Philippians, Colossians, very practical right. daily application of life as a Christian. Um, yeah, for from sure. God's Word. And one of the cool things, I, when I mentioned the study Bible, um, they have these intros, at the very beginning yes. of, of each word that'll tell you, you know, kind of when, where, what, why, how, you know, kind of a deal. Some and history. you can sort of find out like when Paul wrote his prison letters, you know, Philippians and, and, you know, uh, Col you know, Colossians and, uh, Ephesians and stuff. When Paul wrote that actually from being under house arrest in Rome, 
I, I think it's always good to know, or when you're reading the Psalms, to know, hey, when David wrote this Psalm, he was in a cave, and his son Absalom was trying to take over the kingdom and kill David, and he didn't want to fight his son, so he's hiding out in a cave for a couple of years, and, and then you get, you know, these, you kind of find out the pit that David was in spiritually, like how hard that would be to have to fight your son or whatever, and then you read that. It it's kind of helps me to know where the author was when he wrote it, because that's one thing that's unique about the Word of God, is although it's in inspired by the Holy Spirit, it still uses the writer's experiences and where he's at, whether it's wartime or peacetime, whether it's a difficult time or or whatever it might be. It's great to know that, and it kind of helps me, like, okay, I'm going through a difficult time. I'm going to find the Psalms where David was going through a difficult time, or yeah. Paul was in a difficult time, or whatever that might be, because um, they wrote from places of of, of high and places of low and in between and war and peace and watching the sheep and different things. I think that helps too, to kind of understand where his mindset was when he sat down and wrote that. That's why I, I really recommend a good study Bible, like the ESV study Bible, Right. you know, um, that's a good one. I know when, when our church offered those for sale, I guess it was probably was it in during the rep time of Re- right we talk, before we started the Revelation, series in Revelation, yeah, Revelation. Yeah. You know, I'd never had a really good. I had a I had an NIV study Bible and it was good, mm-hmm. um, but I really wanted to get my hands on an ESV, and so yeah. I purchased an ESV. And I know many of you out there purchased that. Yeah. What a great great tool! I know another great tool that's really helped me, and is uh, and it's utilizing technology is on YouTube. You can go to the Bible Project. And one of the things that they do is you you can kind of get an overview of a particular book, and it gives you some history, some background, yeah. some where where that character, who, whoever's writing it, or whoever the characters are, a um, little bit of their background information that kind of yeah. helps talk about. Like David was in a in a cave, and so right. he wrote this from a cave, and and you can sort of. Uh, put yourself in that situation. So I've, I've used the Bible project. I don't know. Have yeah. you ever used that before? I haven't used the Bible project. Um, just a side note on that too. Be careful which YouTube videos you watch. True. Uh, you want to make sure you get some deep because there's some, there's some, some teachings out there that aren't quite so biblical. Mm-hmm. And so if you are a new believer, make sure you approach your trusted pastor right. and say, hey, what do you think about this preacher or this Bible teacher or right. this seminary that offers that? No doubt. And so, you know, just be careful with that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't watch a whole lot of the the, the videos. I, I, I'm sort of old school. And so I've got these old yep. commentaries from seminary and different places that's sort of my go-to that has always been. You know, I, and now I'm the same way when I read when I read books. I like the classics. I read the Tozers and the the uh, yeah. I was going to ask you who is your who is your you know, guy. I, I go to those sort of classics. You know, C.S. Lewis and different things like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoy those. Uh, you know, not to say that there's anything wrong with a lot of the new because I also I just read the Circle Maker with our staff. But now we're going through. We're going to start in two weeks going through A.W. Tozer's Pursuit of God, which is my favorite book besides the Bible. Yeah. Um, and so there are those those kind of things. But I still like my Warren Wearsby commentary. I still like my, um, you know, different commentaries like that that I'll use, not just for whenever I'm preparing a sermon or a Bible study, but just to help me get a little bit better understanding of sort of what's going on. And that's what I love about it. I've, I've read John. I don't know how many times I've read Acts. I don't know how many times mm-hmm. if I sit down tomorrow and I read it, I discover new things. I mean, God's word doesn't change, but the way that sometimes God speaks to me, certain things will 
stand out to me. And I think that's one of the unique qualities about God's word that's so incredible. Yeah, I, I was in college when I received a, uh, a daily devotional. And so that, that was always very helpful. I used yeah. to, because how, how do you get started? I, you know, I just, and, and, and some of the practical understanding, I, I did, uh, I think it was called Daily with the King. And then I've had someone, someone gave me later on in life and Oswald Chambers, um, his utmost, my utmost for his highest. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, that's it. But, uh, and that was super helpful. I used to give that out as gifts whenever I was a pastor of a church and we had deacons and stuff. I'd give that to a gift. You know, that was one of the gifts. I would usually give a devotional, a one year devotional thing to my deacons or elders each Christmas time. And they would start in January and it would come up in our meeting. Hey, if you, did you read the devotional? Almost every single time one of them would have a devotional that really spoke to them. And so, yeah, a devotional book is great. And you know, and what, one of the things that I like about the read through the Bible, like if you buy a, a Bible that lets you read through, or you get a Bible plan, some like, I, I'm not sure if the ESV study Bible has this or not, but sometimes it'll have a reading plan. And what I like about that is you don't just start at Leviticus one, and then you got to wait and read all the way through before you can go on. What I like about it is it sort of takes sections. So you might read on day one, Genesis one and two, Matthew 1 and Psalm whatever, and you're sort of reading from Genesis to Psalm, Psalm to Matthew, Matthew to Revelation. It sort of breaks it up so you're and so that does help whenever you have a reading plan, those those things, so that you're not just reading the New Testament, you never know anything about the Old Testament, because the Old Testament's delightful as well, you know? Well, it all points. It all points to Jesus. Right. And so I did the reading plan, the 365, uh, I think re- the chronological, or you read it like in chronological uh-huh. order, and that was that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. I, there were, I discovered some stuff that I had never, yeah. ever knew. I didn't, you know, when we were reading you know, through Kings and Chronicles and so much of the parallel yeah. of the stories. I was like, you know, I'd never, yeah. I, I discovered a whole lot of like the, the interesting ways in which the, the two tell the story. They're all, they're the same story, but from per, different perspectives. And, and, and I found it interesting. I love reading through the Bible. I, and that's one of my plans again, as we start. Well, there's know, different ways you can do yeah, it. And so, I want, yeah. I, I read through it, uh, this past year, not this this current year that we're in in 22, I read it in 21, and so my goal, I'm, I'm going to do it again. And my goal is every odd year I want to read through the Bible again, but I want to do it in a different way. What are some of the other ways that you would recommend? Well, one of the, you know, kind of carrying on on that thought too, whenever you're thinking about reading through the Bible, as a new believer, I don't recommend that as much because what I'm afraid of is... You just read and have zero understanding. It's good if it develops a habit to where you're reading the Bible, but if you're reading it and then you get done and you're like, I don't know what that just said. I don't know how to apply it to my life. I don't know any of those things. And so my, my suggestion is always the the quality over quantity. You know, I would rather you go, okay, I'm going to read a verse. Like, let's say I, I, I started in, in John 1, 1. And uh, you have that right there. Read John one one for us. I mean, oh, you make me pick. Make, I make am gonna make you put your glasses on, Paul. Paul. You know, it says, it says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then it gets on in verse two. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, yeah, all so, things were made. Yeah, so you know, just, if you just take that first verse and you really contemplate, okay, in the beginning, the beginning of what? 
Well, that it actually meant at the beginning of time. Jesus has always been there. And sometimes as a new believer, you think, oh, I thought Jesus didn't come on the scene till the Christmas story. You're like, no, he has always been. He is this. And, and so it really, I would rather read two verses in 30 minutes than 50 verses in 30 minutes, you know, and you understood greatly in how to apply that. Because that's the other thing, too, as you're reading God's word that you pause every now and then. Okay, how does this apply to me? Lord, speak to me and how this might apply mm-hmm. to me in my life. Because that's the important thing about Bible reading is the application part. Not just understanding, not just memorizing, but also going, okay, I live my life a certain way. Why do I live my life that way? Well, because I apply what God's word says. Why do I treat my wife the way that I do? Why do I raise my kids the way that I do? Well, because I'm taking the word of God and actually applying it to mm-hmm. my life. And that's the goal you want to get to as, as a new believer. Hey, read it. You start to understand. That's why the commentary comes in handy. And so uh, that's a great way, too, just to stop and, and contemplate the one particular verse, or maybe you even focus, even if you read, read 10 verses that day, maybe one of them that you sort of thought about throughout the day. How did that, how does that verse speak to me? You'll be amazed at what God shows you when you think about it like that. Yeah, and I think about it a little bit in the sense that there's a difference between spending time just reading God's Word, because I think it's that there's, an, there's certainly a a a sense of joy of just reading the Bible mm-hmm. as it is, and then also study, studying. I distinguish the difference. Sure. I want to make sure there's a difference. I don't know if I said that right, but there's a difference between just reading through God's Word and then studying, taking a section of verses yeah. and looking at reading the commentary, maybe looking at a several different commentaries. What is it saying? What's its life application as opposed yeah. to, hey, I'm going to read the Bible through in a year. That doesn't like, okay, I read through Genesis 1 through 2, I'm done. I, I don't want that to be yeah. the end game. My end game is, okay, I read Genesis 1 through, because it's in my reading plan, yeah. but now I'm going to go and I'm going to find some verses and I'm going to work on scripture memorization, yeah. which I think is important, and then also scripture study, like diving into what what's the meat and bones of yeah. what God is saying in, in, in whatever verse that, that I feel like God's speaking to me. Yeah, because it has to, it has to, it has to go beyond just, like you said, just reading it. It has to go into the to transformation. God's Word begins to transform my heart, my mind, and all those things. And so, like, I think when you start in Genesis 1-1 and you read about the creation, if you buy into the creation, in other words, if you start to believe, because God's Word is true, I, and I'm completely in, um, it helps me to believe the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. that, once I get to that, and that's the, that's the issue with a lot of people. I've been, I've watched, taught this in school. Well, they don't teach God's word often in public school because I have a public school education. You can often tell, um, <laughs> but that's the that's the deal. Is is when you start reading, and everything's beneficial. You know, we talked about Second uh, Timothy three sixteen that talks about all scripture is beneficial. All scripture. Uh, is used for sharpening us and helping us. As men, that's where we want to be, where we start to apply those things. And as you said, as you're memorizing them, you'll be amazed at how that scripture memory shows up in the office. Like when somebody comes to you in their world, you know, man, I know you go to church and me and my wife are really struggling. And you can be able to come to them with God's word, not just with your own wisdom, but with the wisdom of God and how you're applying that, that really is going to speak 
to those people that God puts around you. Yeah, I know that when that when well, there's a lot of times like I want to memorize scripture. That's like a goal of mine. That's I want to get good at memorizing scripture, and I'm terrible at it. But you know what's interesting is that it, it is like you talk about it. I will meet with somebody and they'll be going through something and I and I and I haven't memorized it. I've been reading it. I've been studying it, and it's like all of a sudden the Holy Spirit pulls up that. Yeah. That verse that I didn't, I didn't think I even had it memorized yeah. and it comes out yeah. and I'm like, man, that's the Holy spirit. And, and I think that's the real benefit of reading God's word is we now have the words of the father yeah. in us. And when it's in us, when it's in the, when the Holy spirit is in us and we're reading God's word, we're communing with God. Yeah. We're spending time with him. We know him in a greater way. Yeah. And it's like me just hanging out with my dad. And I know my, my, all my dad's, all my dad's quirks, all my dad's yeah. uh, way he thinks, what yeah. he's, I, I can predict sort of what he's going to do. Yeah. You know, we can't predict what God's going to do, but we can have an understanding of who he is. No, but yeah, he can influence you just him. like your right. dad influenced you. Absolutely. You know, you probably use some of the stuff your dad did with you as you raise your son. I and, find myself and saying I, the exact you know, same yeah, things. Yeah, I, I, I catch myself sometimes, you know. But I want to be more like my heavenly father. Right. My, as much as I loved my earthly father who's right. in heaven now, um, I you know want to love my heavenly father and have more of, of that sort of an influence. And so I, I really think as we're you know having this conversation about studying the word of God, men, if you're asking that question, where do I start? I think that's just where it begins. Just get into God's word, you know, but in, in also sort of have a plan with it. You know, as you develop that time where you're, okay, now you're on Proverbs, you know, 10 because you started on Proverbs 1 and it's the 10th day, you know, you've got a week and a half in, start to, to, to have a little bit better of a plan, a place, a time. Right. Um, when it's not your most distracted time, but that time in the morning or that time uh, that you can get away during lunch or whatever that might have that plan, but just do it. Just get into God's word. You know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to sound, uh, you know, cliche, but just do it. Just open it up and do it. You don't, you don't really need to have a seminary education or a no. seminary degree or anything else. Just open up God's word and start to study it and, and then start to develop a plan through some of the ways we just talked about. Yeah, I know that uh, I, I do it in the morning. That's when I prefer it because it is the whole armor of guys. Donnie Anthony said this one time to me, and it's made complete sense to me. A soldier doesn't doesn't put on his armor and then go to bed at night. You know, and if we're going to put on the armor, which mm-hmm. is God's word, which is Jesus and knowing him, we want to do it before we go into the battle. Uh-huh. And the beginning of the battle starts every day. Yeah. And so I want to put on that whole armor. And I want to get the truth in me, and I want to let God work, start working in my life early. Plus, I, you know, it talks about God's mercies are, are new every morning, yeah. you know, every day, and that's in the morning for me. And it definitely makes a difference absolutely. for me whenever I open God's word up before I step out that door and before, um, as you said, enter into the battle or, or, or go. And so, but I think it's important to have a plan or, or even, you know, when you have a break at work where maybe you have the daily verse, maybe that's how you're memorizing Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think the plan is just just get started, just open it up. Like we said, today's the 28th or whatever. When you watch this, it'll be October 4th or 5th or whatever it is. Yeah. Start there. I'm going to read the proverb 
today and tomorrow I'll read the next proverb. Right. So if you're having trouble getting started, make sure you come, come see Dave and I. We would love to sit down with you, talk through some plans, Absolutely. talk through some ways in which you can really get started in God's word. And so, Dave, it's been another great time being able to, yeah. I love talking about God's word. Yeah, That's my number too. one favorite topic. Yeah, me too. So me until too. next time. Yeah, uh, I love y'all. Love you guys. Open the word, get into it. Have a great, have a great one. You too. Thank you so much for listening to the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this session, then we encourage you to rate and review this podcast on whichever platform you are listening. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next week.